0: What's going on everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Crazy CrazyFaceUno podcast, where everyone has a story and everyone's story matters. What's your story? If you'd like to share, like to support the show, and help us tell more stories like the one you're about to hear, please visit CrazyFaceUno.com today. There, you can purchase items from our online store and donate. As always, I'm your host, Shane McNeely, and boy... You in for a treat today. It is my honor and privilege to introduce our guest today. Please welcome Alex Sikoris. Welcome, Alex. Hi, Shane. How are you today? I'm good, man. I'm good. We were just uh, chatting a little bit before we got going. It has been a hot minute since we have chatted and, and hung out and spent any time together. Old college friends, huh? Oh yeah, it's
1: been Bethel days. The boy. old Bethel it's been days. A decade
0: now. I know. How, do you still call it Bethel College?
1: I do. I do still call it Bethel yeah, College. Yeah, I don't know I how right you... right down the street from it, too.
0: Exactly. Like, I feel like it is Bethel College because that's what it was. So, for you guys listening, you're clearly, probably, most likely not familiar with, uh, you know, good old small town Bethel College, but uh, they changed the name recently to Bethel University, so it's uh, it's confusing for us alumni. <laughs>
1: it
0: sure is. It sure is. Dude, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I know very little. So I, uh, one of the things I do generally is I go on to Facebook and I just go and click on the about and kind of like look around and peek around and see what I can like find and write little notes down. You are uh, you got it buttoned up tight, man. And uh, so I don't really know a, a whole lot about like your current life. Um, but before we jump into that, I, I kind of teased you with it. I want to do this new thing in the beginning. And uh, my question for you, straight out of the gates, is what are three words that would best describe you?
1: Huh. Well, I would say that um, the first word would have to be enthusiastic, and that could take up all three of the words. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go with enthusiastic, passionate, and uh, spontaneous, although that spontaneous kind of left – Recently, with the new uh, with the new baby girl that's here, so so let's, yes. go with, let's go with faithful as as the last one.
0: All right, spontaneous slash faithful. I like that. I like those words, man. Those are those are great. Uh, yeah, it's something I've been thinking about and kind of in, incorporating in and getting you know just some ideas of like how people describe yourself. I think it's a intense question. It's kind of like one of those that's like kind of hard to think about and like give words to sometimes, but. Um, I think that it's important to like, I don't know, think about and know And like how you, st- how you describe yourself, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's the most important aspect of, of life, you know, you, when, when you look at yourself in the mirror and, and think to yourself, who are you as a person? How do you define yourself? Mm, That's it's very important and powerful in the way that you view yourself.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's that, um, I don't know if it's, an, it's the question of like, your why right like mm-hmm. in, in so many ways it's such a it makes up who you are who you are is kind of like why you do what you do in some ways
1: absolutely find find your why like uh simon sinek
0: dude that dude that book that book is amazing uh it sure I've, is. I've talked about that one i have uh i'm a big a big uh fan of simon sinek his uh book uh most recent book that i just read just came out not too long ago um oh shoot what's it called do you know what it's called
1: by chance i'm 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 not sure how how recently did it come out
0: uh like within the last three or four months um uh it'll come to me i can see the picture of it but i can't can't think of it yeah it's a good one too it's basically like business and uh integrity within business is it would be how i would like (laughs) was it it the infinite game yeah. The infinite game.
1: Where, yep. Where he, where he talks about Microsoft and Apple.
0: Yeah. And, yeah.
1: And the tablet versus, versus the, um, the, the iPad.
0: Yeah. And, and I mean like one of the examples, I think what you're kind of getting at was he was, I think, um, uh, you know, one of the high ups at Apple was sitting in the car with somebody and said like, man, this other product's really good. And the guy was like, great. You know, like that's good. Good for them you know? And it wasn't like, I'm not competing against like making like tearing them down. Like it's like healthy competition and having integrity of trying to make the best product and like the best, be the best at what you do and not focus on the exterior, like the external things that are kind of pressure, pressuring you into different ways. And, you know, finances are a big one, but just integrity within business, you know, and having integrity with what you do and Smart marketing versus like longevity of of winning your your clientele over, winning your customer over by being good and taking care of them. Um, I think it's huge. It's it's. I don't know if you're familiar with Gary V, but he pushes that a lot as well.
1: Absolutely,
0: dude. You touched on it uh, in the very beginning. you you're a dad yes congrats man that's awesome little baby girl what like i mean just recent just
1: over a month yeah okay
0: yeah we've been talking back and forth you know for the last couple months and i know right before your uh your daughter was born you were like dude i just don't know like what my schedule is gonna be works crazy (laughs) like everything's going crazy how has been transitioning into fatherhood um is it what you thought it was going to be what are some of the the things that have kind of popped up that you didn't see coming.
1: I'll tell you what, there's, there's no amount of, um, advice or there's, there's no amount of times that you can hear someone say, Oh, it changes your life. And you just, you just instantly fall in love. Like words cannot describe what it is like to, uh, to, to have a daughter or I'm sure it would be the same way with a son as well. Yeah. It is just, it's unbelievable. It's it's life changing and instantly and and something else that I that I really realized is just how much having this little baby has made me realize how much I am absolutely in love with my wife mm. and how mu- how much I appreciate my wife for everything that she does yeah. um, and just like how she's a she's a superhero man it, it's it is <laughs> it's. Awesome crazy to to think how just uh intentional and how uh just in depth the the female body goes and and just what Mm -hmm. women go through for this so um shout out to my wife for sure and and also it's it's uh it makes you really appreciate your your parents yeah uh, as well uh, just for you know you realize how uh
0: helpless you are as a little baby yeah for sure man as i get older i mean just the appreciation of my parents in general is is huge and thinking back on you know the sacrifices that they gave uh you know to for me to be who i am today and to be out in the world somehow managing to to live you know um oh yeah (laughs) it's crazy it's crazy i i love that you you know talked about it is literally the thing that everybody says, like, oh, it changes your world, like, you've never felt love like this, or like, you know, all these different things. It gets me excited to have kids, like, I don't I don't have kids, you know, Dana and I, my wife and I, uh, we don't have any kids right now, and, you know, we've taken our time with that, but it makes me excited, like, I, I want that feeling, you know, it's a feeling, I don't know, I think people, we, we chase that excitement and that, those types of things, um, but childbirth is a whole nother thing.
1: Whew. Yes. Child, childbirth is a whole nother thing. And, uh, the best, the best advice I could give to, to that is just be very supportive of your wife.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah,
1: it, it is. It's, you know, it's nothing that you can ever, uh, put words to. It's, it's just, a it's, it's an emotion that is immediately there and
0: you That's just, cool. there's,
1: there's a flip that just switches.
0: What's your little girl's name?
1: Uh, what can you say that one more time?
0: What's your little girl's name?
1: Uh, Harper Rose Sikoris.
0: Harper Rose, I like that. That's awesome. Yes. Uh, is Rose anything specific with Rose?
1: It is. It's very. It's it's a very special uh, middle name to us. So yeah. Um, actually, when we decided on the middle name, we didn't realize what was to come.
0: Yeah. But
1: my. Grandma, Rosemary, Sikor, uh, Rosemary, catch a tear off. Mm-hmm. Um, her, so her first name is Rosemary, and my mom's middle name is, is Rose. And um, nice. just a few weeks before Harper, uh, we, we gave birth to Harper, uh-huh. um, my my grandma, Rosemary, passed away. Uh, and and it, we weren't necessarily expecting something like that to happen. You know, I thought that I had a, you know, a good amount of years with my grandma and and her being a great grandma. So it was, it was very emotional. And the middle name Rose now, uh, it just means that much more.
0: Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. My wife and I have talked about that. You know, we we go back and forth with names, um, and our, the middle name is similar. You know, I mean, uh, family, people that are important to us, her grandfather, his, um, was his middle name I don't know anyway Louis uh was was part of his name and uh, my grandmother uh she's one of my most favorite people Della Paul uh you can check out podcast with her we we recently did a podcast back last year um her middle name is Louise and so we'll probably awesome. do some sort of like variation of that for our middle name you know it's just two people that are important to us and have meaning you know within the family and kind of cool
1: yeah, it's it's a uh, no better way to to honor yes. someone than do something like that.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Any surprises? What what's been like? What's been? I mean, anything that shocked you? Anything that you were like that you love so, about the process? So
1: something something that's just kind. Of, you know, it's it's kind of eye opening. You know, like you realize that the day that your the day that your daughter comes or, or the day that your child comes it's not really about you anymore yeah nah, you need to hmm. you need to make sure that you uh, are, are taking care of yourself and you need to make sure that you're doing your daily path <laughs>
0: but yeah. I can't
1: I mean I, I not to not to gross you and any of the listeners no, out anything, but I can't tell you how many times that I have skipped a day of, of showering and it's just been it's just been <laughs> a month. It's just been a little over a month and this is coming from someone that, you know, like I, I would, I would consider myself to be a shower freak. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's yeah. it, like, it's at least two showers a day in the right. summer and oftentimes two showers a day during the winter, but at least once. And right. I mean, like, I'm, I'm finding myself, you know, wow, it's nine o'clock at night. I haven't showered yet today. Ah, I'm just going to wait till tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, so, so it's, it's, it's all about. Making sure that that you're paying attention to to the baby and that right. you're that you're doing everything you can to uh, to support the baby and especially support my wife Tiffany, right? Um, and and that's that's another thing too. It's it's kind of it's kind of crazy, you know. As as the husband, you think to yourself, okay, like it's game time now. You know, the the baby's home. Well, actually, that w- that was something too. Uh, it, it, you know, you have this you have this huge. Plan and the baby, you're with the baby in the hospital, and then it's time to go home. And yeah. I kind of just looked at the nurses, and I was thinking to myself, like, well,
0: wait a second. <laughs> like, are you sure? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you guys coming with us? It's like, <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I, and this just goes back to earlier, but
1: thank God for my wife. Yeah, she she it has the most maternal instincts, and she's so good <laughs> with with babies and children, and it it, it is uh, it's just something special. But when we did get home. And it and it came time to it came time to start doing everything around the house. You realize just how much the baby is dependent on the mom. Mm, uh, and,
0: yeah, I've heard and, that. And A I, lot of my friends have kids, and they've all said the same things, You know, it's like, man, I I'm like worthless right now. Like I can't do anything. Like this is the time. Like I know friends that have like multiple kids and they're like, Oh yeah, it's like uh, my job will kick in a little bit later. Like I'm just here to like support my wife, you know, like (laughs) there's not much I can do. Yeah.
1: It's all about support. Yeah. It really is. And then, and then I, I, and then with that being said as well, uh, it's, it's kind of crazy. You know, I, I, I go from being um, a really solid sleeper and Mm. I would say that, you know, like, catch me on a, a, any specific day one day I, I may be a little bit more stressed than the others but most of the time i'm pretty laid back now now having having baby harper it's like okay yeah <laughs> i am i am constantly if i hear a noise i'm, I'm freaking mm-hmm. out uh uh my my wife it, it's a joke between us like my wife is laying in bed and and we're, we're sleeping and i hear this noise and i jump up and i'm up over my wife and and she wakes up and she's like what are you doing and i'm just like <laughs> making sure that the baby is 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 breathing and she's fine and i heard fine. a noise <laughs> yeah i heard a noise it, um in in the hospital as we were as we were leaving after what seemed to be for, forever we were at the hospital for um from monday to saturday and and Oof, my wife my wife
0: time, yeah.
1: had a over 70 hour labor it, it was Oof. something that I could never even imagine yeah um, but when we're when we're packing up to go uh, Harper started choking in her car seat and I I mean I about lost it I I did I just I freaked out I uh, it took an, an additional 45 minutes to get us out of the hospital because a I had to I had to um, figure out how to get her in the car seat correctly yeah uh, but, but on top of that I, I just i just needed to calm down i was i was really
0: <laughs> yeah just like amped up anxiety scary. Yeah, like so, it's a big it's a big step i mean uh, it is so but, so i hope
1: that answers your question what are some different yeah some for things sure. about uh after having a baby yeah, it, a lot changes a lot changes <laughs> and, and it's and you and, you know, things just start to slow down a little bit where you start to re- you start to recognize a, a few more things that just matter a lot more mm. than than, uh, than just, you know, your little menial tasks.
0: Yeah, that's cool. That 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 gets me excited, too, is like the purpose, like your purpose kind of changes. And a lot of people talk about that, how, you know, your focus oh, yeah. and like, yeah, just perspective just changes because you've got this very dependent child that dependent upon you
1: yeah absolutely
0: dude what do you do for work nowadays
1: so I, I actually just started at a new extremely exciting and innovative company it they're called nuance uh, and I'm on the healthcare side of, of things and I'm an account executive and I'm still so so new there I've, I've been there for just over I started uh, just two weeks before we had Harper oh wow. So then you so talk it's, about it's, a whirlwind,
0: you're less than crazy.
1: Yeah, it's it's a it's a brand new brand new uh career path or and um and it's a, it, it's a new industry as well. Cool. So I spent I spent uh a little over 4 years in the RV industry. Uh left there to 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 healthcare and I'll tell you what, the the company that I'm with now Nuance, it they are Super excited! It's it's a wonderful place to work. I've I've some great people around me, and uh, I, I can't wait to see where I'll be in six months, uh, a year, and, and even you know beyond. It's it's a lot of learning right now. I'm drinking from the fire hose. Yeah, desire.
0: yeah. <laughs> the new job—that's always how it feels in the beginning. You're like, ah, like I gotta yes. know all this nuance. Uh, medical, you said medical industry. So so healthcare, basically. Healthcare
1: basically what what my role is uh, and this is just the the easiest way to describe it. Sure. it's it's going to healthcare systems meeting meeting with meeting with their uh, the c-suite individuals and helping them uh, co- collect collect data. so it, there's there's electronic health EHRs, electronic health records yeah and what you and and what we do is we make it so, as people are, uh, as the, as the cl- physicians and the patients are talking, the, um, we, we have the capability of making it so they are, ch- so they can be charting without actually writing things down or having a scribe. Oh, nice. So, so it collects data and it helps with, uh, with like hospitals scores, and it helps with, helps with collect, uh, collecting reimbursement towards, The hospitals, doctors and patients, it it basically makes it so when you are a patient, the doctor is able to pay way more attention to you in order to serve you and care for you in the best way and not miss anything. Yeah. And And yet still collect
0: all the data that they need.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And then when you are the doctor, it helps you make sure that you are charting things and coding things in Mm in the correct way.
0: Sure. That's awesome that's cool
1: so so i i'm I'm still learning a lot about about how we do everything yeah and I'm super excited to see what you know like I said just each day i'm I'm just learning so much more about it
0: does nuance have different uh branches or like different areas I feel like I've heard of nuance now that you've said that and
1: so so recently uh, they nuance just released. A pro a product just last week. Uh, okay. It's like uh, uh, ambient uh, clinical. It's a, it's ACI. It's, it's basically what what uh sure. we call DAX. Well, our our main product that, that I'm selling is Dragon Medical One. Okay. and it's it's that uh, uh front end speech recognition. Yeah, uh, and when people are talking, but uh, for. For now, our our newest product is called DAX, and it's and it's basically oh. a part of ACI. Now, now there's different there's different um, means. Le- like you said, there's different there's different uh, companies that we work with, uh, and yeah. like sectors in the business. Okay, like for instance, BMW is one of them. Ford is one sure. of them. Okay. The Mercedes Benz. Uh, yeah. Uh, d- different different car pl- different different um, vehicles, and and then there's yeah. also. Just telecommunications like Verizon or Directv, yeah. Delta uh, Airlines.
0: Does Nuance have? I feel like are, like just like a dictation software specifically. Yeah,
1: that's a, yeah, that, exactly. That's how they
0: start off. Yeah, exactly. like okay, that's where I've heard it before in the past, like back in the day. I want to say
1: it's it, it, that there, it was called dictaphone before. Okay,
0: interesting, cool. That's awesome. That's really fun. That's yeah, like a is. that's a fun. What was your major in college?
1: English education.
0: English education. We'll, we'll dig into that a little bit later, but I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, English edu- English education. That's cool. Are you still in South Bend?
1: I am. I'm in Mishawaka, and, I, and now nice. I get to work from home as well.
0: Ooh, look at that. Look yeah, at that, that cool helps enough. too with a new baby and all that.
1: Yep. So I'm I'm working from home and trying to learn about ambient clinical intelligence.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of where the future's headed, right? I mean, yeah, it's a it's a New age technology that's growing that we use. I mean, shoot, I use it on my phone. You know, like that type of idea is like dictation software, like dictation type um, communication. A lot of people do it. You hear people all the time, like verbally talking to their phone to te- send a text message or you know whatever. It's uh, it's important. I mean, it's important. It it streamlines a lot of things, and especially in the healthcare system, like you're talking about.
1: Absolutely, it, it can, it's it can be the difference between yeah, success and and you know going bankrupt when it comes to the healthcare world.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, dude, let's take it back. Let's throw it back uh, to childhood. How would cool. how would you describe your childhood?
1: Man, um, wonderful, magical. Yeah. Uh, my I I have the best parents that you could ask for i'm still very very close with them they you know i have a wonderful sister that that's a few years older than me and you know she she guided me through a lot she's amazing um and a lot of my childhood uh this actually kind of goes back to something that you were saying earlier yeah Um, a lot of my childhood is is kind of dictating the way that i'm thinking about my worldview today with, with now being a father.
0: Sure. Um, it's, it's it, interesting it, cause a lot of times, you know, it's, it's, I mean, I think, I think this is our, our world in general, right? It's these like, it's the, what the, one of the laws of here I am talking out of my butt here, but, um, you know, it's like every action has an equal or opposite reaction, you know? And like, mm-hmm. as we grow up, whether if you've had, you know, a terrible experience, a terrible childhood, or, you know, tr- traumatic things in your childhood, you're like, well, I'm going to avoid that when I'm a, you know, when I'm a parent, and right. you're like trying to adjust, and and we do that just in our country, and the world, and throughout our lives and everything. I, I like to talk about, it's like this pendulum, right, that swings, and like, you see, you see the world like shift, and everybody's like, on this one thing, and then it comes back around, and then we like equalize out, and it's that middle ground that's really important, but... Yeah, I, I think about my childhood and like how I want to be a parent, and obviously I'm not a parent yet. But it's like, yeah, it's an important thing to think about, and like how how you want to raise your kids, and what example do we have? But the people that raised us. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, it, it, it it is. It, it has there's it has a big impact on. It. I can tell you that I can tell you that much. There's a there's a guy that I used to work with named Edgar, and he and I uh shared a car well we we worked together every single day for dang near a, y- a year yeah and one time we were going to a leadership conference in st louis and i i don't even think that he was that he like he was trying to do this uh, but it, it just happened through our conversation we were talking about you know um like my testimony i guess you could call it sure and it and it became so clear to me that that my testimony and, and who I am as a person, who I am in my faith, who, who I am as a professional, just a- everything, um, as an athlete. Yeah. It comes, yeah. it comes from my parents and, and the way that they showed me unconditional love and, and the family that, that was, sur- that surrounded me, my grandparents, my aunts and uncles, mm. uh, they, they, they rolled out the red carpet for me. They, they, I, I had nothing but unconditional love from all of my family members. And, uh, you know, my dad was, was my coach, uh, in all of these sports. And I I, I realized, I realized like, as I'm telling Edgar this in the car and and I'm trying to explain, you know, like, I I don't necessarily know of this one thing that happened that, that kind of like was this defining moment for me. Um, I realized it, it hit me like a ton of bricks, like, holy smokes. Um, my testimony comes from the way that I was treated as, as a, as a young kid, young child, mm. uh, a, te- a teenage boy, and even a, a young adult with my family. And, um, and that just kind of, it really defines who I am today.
0: That's, that's awesome. I love that. I love that so much. It, and it's true. I mean, th- it's part of the podcast, right? Uh, mm-hmm. is I, I want to go back. I want to hear about childhood. I want to hear about growing up because those experiences are part of what makes you you. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when you talk about, uh, I describe Crazy Face Uno as a storytelling brand. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, this podcast is is all about telling your story, celebrating, loving, empowering, celebrating the people, my guests that I have on and having the ability to, you know, kind of share a part of their life that a lot of people don't hear about necessarily, you know, or you hear about in chunks and bits and pieces um, through conversation, but. I, I couldn't agree more I think it's I think you're spot on <laughs> that's awesome what are yes. the things that you would say you were interested in as a child <laughs> um, being
1: active yeah being active
0: goes along um, with uh, your enthusiastic spontaneous yes. you know.
1: yeah so so I, you know I loved <laughs> I loved anything that had to do with with fighting whether mm. it was WCW nice. uh, power Rangers – I, I remember when I was really young. I always used to ask my parents if they can bring over the the bad guys from uh, Home Alone. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to booby trap the. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to booby trap the, the house, so when the bad guys the bad movie. guys came over, I could throw the paint can out at, at them and everything. <laughs> um, and and then all sports, all sports, and just being with my friends, and and that that was that was really what I was always into and i would say that um everything just kind of progressed as as i got older and i I was very i was very into a lot of the the same things obviously not the bad guys from home alone yeah but um (laughs) but just entertainment in general yeah i just really get into that
0: get into that kind of thing what did you say you wanted to be when you grew up
1: oh man I, i was i wanted to be a professional baseball player yeah at, at the time, I, I didn't know what tennis was. I, um, I, I had no idea what tennis was. I wanted to be a professional baseball player. I wanted to be uh, a dad. Yeah. And I wanted to be uh, a coach slash teacher, and um, and I didn't come close to becoming a prof- professional baseball <laughs> player.
0: <laughs> yeah, you you kind of touched on it, but tennis—that's kind of what grew into be one of your big loves, true loves.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, tennis is tennis is a daily part of my life now. Yeah, Uh, my it it was. And this just this just goes back to um, my parents Mm -hmm. um, constantly uh, being there for me and and just advocating for me. So, you know, I think that my parents probably recognized at a young age that uh, I may not be the most skilled (laughs) person um, (laughs) on. Baseball field, sure. or the basketball court, or yeah. or or the smartest in the classroom. But I think that they realized that um, that I was going to be one of the one of the people who tried really, really hard.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, I think that was me growing up too.
1: It, it, it gets you along. It gets you a far way, man. It yeah, takes it takes you a long way. Yeah. So so um so it you know it was no it was no surprise that I was devastated when I you know, thought that I could go play high school varsity basketball and I, I didn't even come close to making the seventh grade team. <laughs> so, so, so I, I, you know, basketball pretty, like pretty much took the back seat. Yeah. And then was, and then it was baseball. And then, you know, we, we kind of realized the same thing about baseball. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I was better, I was much better at baseball than I was basketball, but sure. still, still just not, you know, not yeah. close um, to, to just being, you know, one of the, one of the stars um, and so my mom, if I recall correctly, she, she won this tennis racket off of like airline points or something. I don't, I, I, am not sure how she got these two <laughs> tennis rackets and it looked like, uh, an alien head and she came not she came to me and she was just like, Oh, Alex, you have to check this out. Uh, we should go play tennis. And you know, yeah. again, um, never have my had my parents ever played tennis they they never played that's
0: what I was you know, baseball ask. basketball
1: yeah. any anything it was it was simply just just trying to do their best to be you know to be an advocate and, and push me forward and and i got the ball over a few times and i started really enjoying it and then i just became obsessed with the game of
0: tennis yeah. that's so cool we so i guess i'm a former high school wrestling coach I uh haven't I'm not coaching this year you know since I just moved to Florida I don't know if you knew that but um, I didn't
1: know that I'm jealous
0: yeah yeah it's pretty awesome but uh yeah I'm just kind of putting my coaching uh interests on the side for right now but uh you know we talk about it in the wrestling community big time with like just retention of athletes wrestling is one of these sports that and probably tennis too I would assume but um You know, it's just, it's what you put into it, you get out of it, and, uh, you know, most former wrestlers understand that, and starting at a young age can be very beneficial down the line, but people get burnt out and get tired, and, um, you know, we talk about, like, having fun and and making sure the sport's fun. we talk about, um, one of the big ones is, like, you know, just within the sports community is allowing, you know, allowing kids to kind of explore and figure out what they want to do did you feel like that was very much how your parents went about it did were you the one that said hey i want to play baseball or i want to play basketball or i want to play tennis or were they Uh, like hey you should check this out or how did that go
1: so for 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 as long as i can remember i I, like i I was i was really young when i when i started playing sports so i'm sure that they that they realized that i was very active as a little kid so they put me in in soccer baseball um Basketball, but but I, I loved it and I looked forward to it every single year um, I, I can tell you that um, going from elementary school to college uh, my parents always had always said the same thing to me it's you know uh, we obviously want you to succeed in anything that you're doing but you know your success is gonna be based off of how hard you try and if mm-hmm. you you get a F in a class and you come to us, and you can honestly look us in the eye, eyes, and tell us that you tried your hardest. Then, then okay, let's just yeah. let's take the next step forward, and and let's uh, let's go from there to see what we can do to get a D next time or a C next time. And um, I think that that kind of motivated me was you know like I always just thought in my head like I I have the ultimate acceptance and unconditional love from my family as long you know like just try my hardest, just be the yeah. best that i can possibly be and um and that's always that's always what i did and oftentimes i would i would uh you know math is like like i told you earlier I'm, i was an english major and i, I struggled with <laughs> with math i'm just yeah i'm I mean, a, i'm right I'm there with all, you <laughs> yeah, i'm an all around gray person right so yeah. so there's a spectrum of colors and yeah uh, just, it's not black and white to me. That, no. There's not much that's black and white. So, so, you know, I, I would spend a lot of time, um, uh, studying extra uh, with math and just to, you know, get the B in the class. So my, my goal was to never get a C in, in anything. Yeah. And, um, and I, I got that from, from just working really, really hard. And I'm sure that some of the teachers gave me the benefit of the doubt when, when they realized I was coming in on, on lunch and staying after school and coming in before school as well. But yeah, it was all, it was all about just trying really hard. So long story short, to answer your question about uh, sports and, and everything, my parents, uh, they, they always let me do what I wanted to do, and they always made sure that I never quit.
0: I, what a better way to do it you know right. i mean that was always one of my things i i didn't start wrestling uh myself until a freshman in high school which is crazy especially for the sport of, of wrestling um you know just to have any success within it but um one of my big things like i i was talked into it through peers you know uh guys that were on the soccer team and whatnot that was my one true love in the beginning and um kind of switched over time i think but um Yeah, I kind of grew up the same way, where it was like, you can start something, but you're committed to it, you know? It's that, Mm -hmm. I don't know, uh, commitment, integrity, whatever, and so that was my big holding point. I remember having a conversation, I was sitting in, I was standing leaning against this, like, little Peninsula Island thing in our kitchen, and I was talking to my mom, and I was like, "Uh, like, I'm interested in joining the wrestling team, but, like... I don't want to commit to something and then hate it and then be stuck doing it, you know? And, right. But that was that was my mentality, right? It was like I hated the same in other sports, right? When I played soccer, I hated when people just, like, showed up and then they just, like, were half-hearted about it and, like, didn't commit or didn't do anything. It's like, dude, you signed up. Like, you're here. Like, just just put some effort into it, you know? And I'm just kind of like that all-or-nothing guy anyway, so that was that was my big holding point of being like do I want to do this or do I not want to do this for the same very reason it's like man I'm gonna put my effort into it I'm gonna go all in and if I might hate it but I'm I'm here for a seat uh, at least this you know this year this season yeah and uh, I think that's important it's a definitely a life lesson a value you know that I want to instill in my kids and just kind of I don't know share as coaching it was the same thing you know we one of my big things was like I literally do not care if you win or lose but i want to see you work hard i want to see you right. at your your top peak performance i want you to go out there and give it your all and i want the same in the room you know i want the same when you're practicing i want to see you working hard it's the same questions like you said like did you do it did you work as hard as you could yeah you know and and it's a simple question yes or no like well i could have it's done easy more to answer to yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and answer. you always know there's an internal thing and there's an internal piece that you always know whether you gave your all or not. And uh, you know, most of the time we really don't. And uh but yeah, I don't know, it's cool. I, I like I like everything you're saying. It's great. Um, you know, sports is my thing too. So I love sports. That's one of my big passions and hobbies and you know, I'm always watching sports on TV, football, soccer. I love oh, MMA. Yeah. Do you watch M M A still? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Excited for this Uh-oh. fight this weekend? I am i'm yeah. very excited I, i'm
1: excited i mean i'm excited for all the fights me there, too <laughs> so
0: that
1: yeah. people don't get excited about but nah. yeah th- this yeah. this weekend i'm i'm there's a few good ones out on
0: yeah double double championship double belts on the line Whew, it's oh yeah one it's gonna be a good oh, one
1: yeah. Adesanya,
0: dude. all the way <laughs> i hope he gets it done <laughs> it's a scary one i'm always a u.l romero fan so i'm always like rooting for him usually I. but
1: yeah he's the scariest Uh, 40 year old uh, in the entire world.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right? Everybody talks about, like, I I listened to the Rogan podcast, Joe Rogan podcast, and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, he talked about, like, shaking his hand or, like, touching, like, giving me a hug or something. And it's like, he's literally, like, Iron Man. He's, like, solid. He's, like, rock solid. Yeah,
1: honestly. Like, I can't, I can't, and and can you imagine what Adesanya is thinking, too? Well, I mean, he's obviously the champion of the world. Uh, He's amazing. But that guy, when, when, when Yoel was, what, 20 or, like I don't know, 20 years old. He's, like, 20 yeah. years older
0: than him. Yeah. He would be, like, the guy that you're, like, looking up to when you yeah. were, like, a youngster when you're, like, watching the sport. And,
1: and yeah, they're,
0: I mean, both, I mean, they're both dancers, too. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean... Uh, are Romero, one of my big, you know, things for him. Everybody's like, "Are you guys still talking about MMA?" But uh, you know, he was a silver medalist in the the Olympics in Greco-Roman wrestling, and so he's uh he's an athlete. He grew up in Cuba. I mean, he's a Cuban guy. He got out of that eventually, but you know, the Cuban sports are no joke. They it's a he talks about it, you know, in different interviews he's had. But it's crazy just to see, yeah, the longevity of that guy and his fighting career and. But Adesanya, young up and comer. It's got those hands, oh, yeah. baby. He's got those oh, hands. Yeah, he's got everything. Yeah. He's got everything. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Dude, you kinda touched on it, but uh, what kind of student were you? Did you it sounds like you you know, like you excelled and put the work in, So it sounds like you're a pretty good student. It,
1: I, I would I would like to say that that I was the student that if the teacher had to depend on the me to get the a on a test they might be a little bit nervous i was always (laughs)
0: not
1: not the best test taker but if if the teacher if the teacher could depend on one student to turn in 100 of 100 assignments done correctly they could depend on me every single time uh big difference between my my test taking abilities and my show up and get the work done abilities um I, I don't know, man. I I I feel like I was a I was a pretty good student. I was on the dean's list more than I wasn't in college, Head and you, um, I, I was so. I never I never missed the honor roll in high school. I, like I said, I set that goal to never get a C, and and that's exactly um, what it was for me. I never got a C. I did I did get like a seventy nine point six one time, and it got rounded up to an eighty. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Brush that sweat <laughs> off. You missed that one. By, by, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I think, I think that was Chinese class or something like that. It was, it wasn't easy.
0: Yeah. Oof, it wasn't easy rough. at all. Yeah. 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 It sounds like you were a much better student than I was. Uh, you know, I, I tried, but wasn't, wasn't quite there. Uh, I was
1: super competitive about it. I was, I was yeah. really competitive about it. I wanted to be um, just, I don't know. I just wanted to be the best version of me that I possibly could.
0: Yeah. See, I'm competitive in everything, but like that, which is yeah, kind of interesting. Yeah. And you just mentioned like I was super competitive about it, and I am like, man, I'm one of the most competitive people I know, you know. And mm-hmm. I have never really thought about that, like why I wasn't competitive with you know academics. Um, I'm
1: sure that I'm sure that it's partial, partially just maturity,
0: right? I think so, and I think some of it was like it didn't come easy and didn't come necessarily. Not like I would have had to, I would have had to have worked harder, obviously. Yeah. Um yeah. and I don't know, athletics were something that made sense in my brain to me. You know, yeah, like whatever it was, like man, uh just put in a little extra grunt and a little extra work and I got it. So like discipline, like physical discipline stuff, I'm great with. And mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that like mentally I'm not uh you know, uh disciplined either, but it's different for me. It's a little loosey loosey goosey, a little more loose there. But yeah, it's interesting. I never thought about that.
1: Do you have no, a lot of Do you have a lot of friends,
0: like high school, middle school, high school? Do you have a lot of friends, growing up?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I actually, I would say that a lot of my very close friends today are are some of the friends that you know my earliest childhood friends. Nice. If you, look, if you take a look at, at guys like you know Eric Snedden or Max Weiss, Zach Weiss. Shout uh, out a lot, a lot of these guys. Yeah, shout out guys. Uh, a lot of these guys, um, I grew up with in early, um, early elementary school, and and now even even uh, if you take a look at if you take a look at my wedding party, you know I have uh, those guys in it. I have uh sam Buscemia, eric manley mark Rosenwinkel Rose
0: like all these guys that Man, i grew up name, with you got some great names in there too Dude, i know i know <laughs> uh, uh, the, the, the nicknames that that we had growing up,
1: it was it was funny it was really funny yeah. mad dog nick nick mad dog mad <laughs> <laughs> i love it
0: i love it, it well, awesome. that's the crazy face Uno. i mean crazy face was my nickname in college yeah I mean. Oh that yeah, oh, kinda yeah. where it spurred from. It's just like, you know what? I don't know what, what it means, what it had who cares, but had, it's a story, that right? A
1: Joel that
0: had to be a Joel thing. Dude, it was um dude, I don't know if you ever met him. Um it was one of the English guys uh on the soccer team. So freshman year, we were sitting on the bus going to one of our two-a-day practices and i don't know he made some comment like man you have a crazy face like you're making crazy faces like we're gonna call you crazy face and he like yelled back to the back of the bus with like tim and i don't know those guys and we're like hey we're gonna call this guy crazy face and it was just like the rest is history and it stuck and
1: thanks guys yeah thanks, guys i appreciate it i mean school, did didn't even, that-
0: school hadn't even started yet
1: <laughs> yeah little did you know that it was gonna that's that you're uh your nickname you just gave me was going to start a podcast that, that yeah I have 10 years yeah. down the road.
0: Yeah. thanks for that seed, guys. <laughs> we haven't had Joel on yet, but uh, Joel is one of the most crazy people we probably both know. I mean, he, he's just he's out oh, he's there. He loves he's it. Incredible. He's he's one of the
1: one of the, <laughs> one of the nicest
0: oh, smartest nicest. smartest good looking good looking uh, strong. And, and
1: yeah, yeah, I, I mean Jeez. he's a
0: dad too
1: yeah he's, he's a dad now and then just also just absolutely it, just insane I are know. we lo- are, are we allowed to cuss on this on yeah the
0: show? go for it he's
1: absolutely I, I, he's just he's freaking insane dude he's yeah
0: he is he is Crazy. he's uh but he's a great guy he told me the story one time when we were roommates our junior year and uh he was like dude i was like on facebook and i was gonna go like send you a message." And I typed in crazy face. I started typing in crazy, and I was like, I don't remember what his name is. And uh, you know, it's just funny like how that like permeated who I was Isn't that in college. Yeah,
1: that's that's another that's another thing for uh, with with guys that were in my wedding and just that I grew up with from you know yeah. elementary slash middle school and, and obviously high school. Uh, I, I have this I have this friend named Thomas that I didn't you know. I, I hung out with this guy every single every single week uh, oftentimes sure. every day for for years yeah years and still he he even lives in in uh, Elkhart area now like he moved out here he's in the RV industry which is where I just left yeah and um his his uh his last name um what was was a nickname for everyone and we always just called him by his <laughs> short nickname and in from middle school to maybe senior year of high school, yeah. no one knew what his real first <laughs> name was. And and a lot of people still to this day are confused by it because – so his, his his actual name is Thomas. His middle name is Anthony. But for some reason, people would call him Anthony if they didn't call him by his middle name and then – Like shortly after my, my wedding, he, 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 he asked us to stop calling him by his nickname and now, now people are confused. They don't know what to
0: do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Wait, so you want me to call you Tim, Timothy? Timothy? Yeah. Like, wait, what is it? There's three
1: names that I know you by now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, give me some time. Uh, but we'll get there. Yeah. 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 I know, man. Did you have any nicknames growing up?
1: You know, n- not really. I, I, I guess. I guess you can kind of say a six. And nothing yeah. really stuck. You, you, you could say a six. I guess when I, I was on a trip in high school one time, and, and people started calling me a six, and it was a very, um, I would say, just uh, small group of people. And I, if, yeah. if there's there's anything that that goes with that, you know, in sports, people have called me a six before. But that's that's about it.
0: Yeah. High school was McNeely. But we all called each other by the last name, last name, you know, it was just last name. Yeah. But then they would yeah. come up with like, especially the wrestling guys, they were, man, they were brutal, but they'd be like, they'd come up with these like mick names, you know, like Mick, I, the one that, the one that comes to mind is terrible. This is why I said they're so brutal. It's literally, it's, it's mean, it's, it's not nice, but they didn't mean it necessarily in the, the mean way, but. I don't know. They'd tease me, but it was called. Uh, they called me like shoot me in the face, jeez. Oh, yeah, like uh, oh, wow, that's the one that that's the one that's stuck in my head right now. Um, I don't know, just like nicknames, you know. Come up with it, and the most crude and like outrageous things they would say, and like I just knew that's what they were calling. they were talking to me, you know. But it was McNeely <laughs> most of the time, and uh, and then college. Zero thought, but- yeah, Yeah. zero thought
1: that went into it, and they yeah. were just the just just first stuck. thing that they could think yeah. of, yeah. <laughs> Which is, like,
0: kind of hard to say in some ways, it's like, it's a, kind of a tongue twister sometimes, I even have trouble saying it sometimes, but, um, yeah, yeah I don't know, it's just funny. Nicknames are funny, I, I love it, like, some people you just have a nickname for them, and some people you mm-hmm. don't, and it's weird when they stick, and it's, you know, I don't know, it's odd when you don't have one that sticks, I guess, or, I don't know, nicknames. Yeah
1: nicknames uh, I'll tell you, and, and a lot of times that you know it starts to they go straight with your personality mad dog nick nick mad dog,
0: mad yeah. dog, crazy face. <laughs> who knows i but i like i found myself like living up to that name right like yeah like i oh, would yeah. just do like i would do things just to like accentuate it and make it like more like yep this is me you know i'm crazy face. <laughs> like i did do you remember in college i did uh like i shaved my head I grew it out really long. I don't know when you came along, like when I met you. What year so, I was in? Did I, I have long did. hair or short hair.
1: You had short hair.
0: Okay, so it was probably post. I feel like it was maybe like my junior year. I left 2010. Mhm. So were you? Were you in the same grade? Same. So
1: I graduated high school in 07. Okay. But
0: so you're like uh, a year behind me.
1: Yeah, but I but I went to Purdue. My freshman. Oh, year.
0: that's right. So, so you came I, um, in, you came in, I think it would have been my junior year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had like super long hair. Like I donated to locks of love. I had 10 plus inches, you know? Yeah. I, I, had, I don't,
1: that's not the Shane I know.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So like when I first came in, I grew my hair out really long like that. And then I, yeah, cut it off, donated it and then I bicked it. So I just took a bick razor and like bicked my head and I was like completely bald. Um, oh, and then I went from that, I let it grow out a little oh, bit and then I like used a little razor to like make a checkerboard on my head. Like I just did stupid stuff, you know? Like,
1: yeah, I, I think that I did a dumb haircut at Bethel too. It must've been a Bethel thing. Yeah,
0: probably. I mean, it's just like college kids, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm going
1: gonna, I'm gonna to intimidate my... My tennis opponent by by shaving my head on three parts of it and leaving just a little bit of hair.
0: Exactly. Oh. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Joel probably talked me into it, or what? He probably
0: talked me into it as well. So, <laughs> Joel, if you're listening, thanks for the influence, man. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> How was your? Obviously, you played tennis in, at Bethel. Um, did you play tennis at Purdue?
1: So I I did like tournaments at Purdue. Okay. I, I won at Purdue. I, I wasn't, I was never going to be, um, quite good enough to play on, on that team. Yeah. Uh, like, I, like I was at, at Bethel. So got to play at Bethel a ton. And, uh, that was, that was the dream, man.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. How was your high school then career? What did that look like?
1: It was, it was, so I, I started, um, I started in, uh, in middle school, uh, late middle school in tennis. And, um, I played four years of varsity at, uh, at Crown Point High School, had the, the coolest coaches and, uh, and, and teammates that, that you could ever imagine. And I, I, had a, I had a good high school career. I was, um, I, I, I won more than I lost. I, I think that I, I lost maybe in four years of, of playing varsity, I won. Or I, I lost maybe 10 or less matches.
0: Nice. Nice, that's cool. This
1: is the big one. I I, cho- I choked. Go at, oh at, yeah, at state championships. I, uh,
0: I, it, you, yeah. So you got second. Run no, uh, no,
1: we were we were going we were going for the the championship. And I just uh, couldn't return this dude to serve. Dang, I would do anything to give that back.
0: To get yeah, back right. Home. I look at that too. I mean, my high school career and soccer was soccer. It it was what it was. It's team sport. It's different. It just mm-hmm. team sports are different. Um, that's something I've learned as I've, I think that's why I excelled at wrestling is kind of go back mm-hmm. to what we were talking about. It's like effort, right? Like I'm, I'm all about effort, but team sports, it's different. You're as good as your team is, you know, you can have a yeah. star, but like you have, you have to have people around you. And, uh, so soccer was what it was, you know, we were a young team. My freshman year was the second year the program ever existed at my high school. And so I'd been playing all my life. So I came in with the most experience out of anybody on the team. And, you know, eventually we got there with, with, uh, I think it was my junior year is when our first year with like travel soccer within the, the, the county kind of Mm -hmm. kicked in and we finally had our first group of freshmen that came in and kind of like, Hey, we know what we're doing and we're not, we're not just newbies, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. But soccer was what it was. But then with wrestling, it was, you know, it was the opposite. It was like, oh, you get to get out what you put in. Cool. Senior year, kind of similar thing, you know. I lost a match in overtime uh, oh. basically to qualify for semi state. So it was like for wrestling, it was um, sectionals, uh, regionals, semi state, state. And uh, so I was first alternate for semi state, which doesn't mean a whole hell of a lot. But. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's the same thing. I look at that match and I'm, it haunts you, you know, you look at those different things and you're like, Oh, that guy got the best of me. Uh, that sucks. Yeah. (laughs) No,
1: you hate it, but you know, yeah, it's, it's part of it. It's part of it. There's been, I'm sure that there were, that there were matches that you were in that, uh, that you, you came from behind and, and, and you won uh, that, that, per- that, that person looks back and is just like, Oh, oh I yeah. wish I,
0: could I know, you know it just... for sure. There was a freshman my senior year that had me beat, like he was beating me by like eight points in our conference, mm-hmm. uh, semifinal of our conference match. And I ended up beating him at, at regionals that, uh, first round of regionals <laughs> that same year. Um, oh, yeah. but he was like, he was beating my, I mean, he's beating the pants off me. I mean, I was, I was getting worked by this kid. And I thought it was just going to be this, you know, an easier match as I'm walking through to the finals and dude, I, I ended up coming back and I beat him, but I was like, whoa, like that was uh, that took a little effort. <laughs>
1: it's crazy. It's crazy how mindsets make, oh, yeah. make uh, matches or games or, or yeah. stats in general mindsets play such a uh, they just play such a large role in in everything that you do.
0: Oh, completely. 100%. Speaking of mindset, what uh, what kind of led you to Purdue? My sister. Oh, nice.
1: <laughs> if, if you if you just want the the yeah yeah, you know, that's I, the I, I probably wasn't I probably wasn't ready to to go away to college mm. um right after high school. I are you from
0: um, Indiana or Michigan? Yeah, I'm I'm okay. from
1: Crown Point. Okay, Crown Point, Crown Point. Northwest right. Indiana. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so I probably should have good wrestling. Teams. Went to a yeah, they have, they have really good wrestling teams there baseball and wrestling and obviously tennis from you know back when we were in high school right
0: yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> a few years uh, ago
1: yeah yeah no um but uh i probably should have stayed in in like the like went to a local uh, community college near um, near crown point for a year before before i went down sure. to purdue but but i went to purdue with um, my sister graduated the year that I got there, so we didn't go together. But that's where she went, and you know, always looked up to her. Yeah. She always did really well and, and, and things like that. She's a social uh, butterfly. She's like she's like the the queen bee, I guess you you could call it of nice. uh, of, of just being social. And um and I, I you know I, I followed in her footsteps, and it wasn't necessarily for me walking into walking into a class uh of you know a couple hundred people yeah. who knows maybe even a thousand in like a psychology class or something sure. like that that wasn't for me because I'm, I'm much more of the uh the relationship type person mm. and um and then you know as time went on i realized that i, I really needed to get to a place that was better, better suited for me and what my needs were. If I wanted to, cool. if I wanted to succeed,
0: what made you choose Bethel? Mm,
1: I don't know. <laughs> I knew Purdue wasn't working for me. Yeah, and I had won a bunch of the tournaments at Purdue to play tennis. Yeah, and I, uh, my high school coach reached out to me and said, "Hey, I want to." college at Bethel you know if, if you're not liking Purdue you can definitely go play over there and I was interested in playing tennis because I really really missed it yeah but I mean let's let's be perfectly honest here um having some freedom in high school having all the freedom in the world at at Purdue and then <laughs> going to going to Bethel and having no idea what I'm getting myself into oh uh,
0: yeah um, I don't know if any of us did
1: yeah i, I mean even if you did wrong. you
0: didn't really know right
1: right right don't get me wrong i um i don't, i don't regret it at all bethel bethel yeah. was wonderful it was a great it was amazing and i would do it again uh it, it just was very different than where i was used to yeah very different yeah so so what made me choose bethel uh i i think i think that there was a that there was probably uh obviously tennis and that there's probably a little bit of divine intervention there that that led the way
0: that's cool that's cool well i'm a better man for knowing you and for having that ability to meet you so here we are thank you
1: you. i feel the same
0: yeah absolutely what um so you chose english literature english literature yeah just uh
1: english education english English
0: english education man, that's a mouthful for me. I don't know why I'm struggling with that. But uh, what was, yeah, what were you thinking choosing that major? Was that your same major in at Purdue?
1: No, I, I was in the Krannert School of Management. And when I, when I okay. left Purdue, and I said that I was leaving one of the top management schools in the country to go to a small school to pursue a career in, in teaching, a lot of people could not believe that I was doing that. And um,
0: why I chose that,
1: man, do we have five more hours,
0: <laughs> <laughs> 30 more uh, minutes to be exact.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, my, my, one of my all time best friends, uh, Max Weiss, his dad and I had a wonderful conversation one time and he, um, just told me, you know, before I ever even knew who Simon Sinek was and everything, he always... Yeah. He was telling me about, you know, the why behind a lot of things. And we, we, uh, got into a really deep conversation actually on a ski lift that <laughs> broke. We were, we were, we were stuck on a ski lift. So we got to get into a,
0: you get deep to have conversation. A, yeah, a little more intense sure. conversation. Because yeah. President's day do?
1: weekend. President's day weekend of, uh, 2000. Terrifying
0: to be completely yeah.
1: honest.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the so, you know, old ski lifts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we we, we got in, we got into that conversation. My parents had always said that they really think that, you know, my like a purpose of mine was was to be out there helping people, coaching, mm-hmm. teaching people. And I always felt a calling towards that. Yeah. And I, and I feel like I feel like that conversation with, with Gary really mm-hmm. um it really pushed me to to open up my eyes a little bit. And and then um, tragically, uh, just a few weeks after we had that conversation, Gary uh, passed away. In, in a tragic car accident. And uh, I, I think that that kind of just, that kind of uh, made things pretty clear to me. And it was, yeah. it was rough.
0: Man. Yeah. I'm um, yeah. It's crazy how, I don't know, life happens, you know? And I believe that life has, there's, there's purpose, I guess I've said that. And I've kind of stopped and, and I don't know. It's just like, there's so many things that have transpire throughout your life that if one mm-hmm. little thing would have gone differently, you'd be looking at a completely different life. And you know,
1: it's so crazy that you say that. My my wife brought that up the other day. We had a deep conversation about this.
0: Yeah. What are your thoughts? I, like, uh, I, yeah. I, like I yeah, I'm like there's so many things. At least in my life, and so this is like from my life that I'm like, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here in Florida right now if it wasn't for, like, the very smallest little things that happen. Like, you remember Sam Palumbo? Yes. He's my best friend. He's one of my best friends. And uh, if I went to ran into him at our, like, freshman orientation day and been like, hey, you want to be my roommate? And, like, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't be, I wouldn't be here. Like, I don't know that I would know Sam like I know Sam. You know, I don't know what our friendship, what our relationship would be like. And, uh, I wouldn't have met my wife. I wouldn't, I, I mean, which brought me to Florida, you know, I mean, I would have yeah. never been to been in Minnesota. Like there's just all these different things, you know, that kind of go into it. And that's just small. I mean, I could, I could go on for days about the little things that like transpired. And, and even before I was even born that like, you know, led to me even being in existence. And I don't know, it's just crazy to think about.
1: It is. It's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, you can re- you can really get deep into thought about that kind of stuff and mm. uh, I agree there's just little things that happen every single day that that you know help write your story and it's 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 amazing I, I'm a firm believer in you know uh, friends are just who you have as your friends help dictate um, you know your your every move who, yeah, who, who you love,
0: are who,
1: mm. who your family is who your leaders at work are. Just, just what you surround yourself with uh, yeah. is, is what you is what you get out of life and you know taking chances um, not you know having confidence in yourself it's, it, uh, it's it's crazy how how just little things add up and, and they make huge huge
0: differences. Oh absolutely and, and the other part to it is when you think about all the things that the decisions that you've made in the past, And when you start stressing about the future, how you realize that like really the importance is being present and being intentional with the things you want to be intentional about. And at the end of the day, those decisions get made and the weight of those decisions aren't measured maybe till later. And it's not to stress you out in the present moment, but it's just to be like, dude, you can't, you, you don't know what's coming. You didn't know yeah. what was coming, you know, back then, and you didn't know know what's coming in the future, and how you live your life is going to, and the decisions that you make affect your life. And right. but to, to to stay present, to stay in the moment, and to make those decisions, um, I don't know, presently and intentionally. You want
1: to you want to do the your best work tomorrow. Focus uh, all your attention on preparing for it now.
0: Yeah, exactly. Being in
1: the uh, being in the present. Yeah, in the because you can't live in, in the tomorrow.
0: Yeah, my father-in-law made a comment. Uh, I've, I've said it a couple <laughs> times on the podcast, but he made this comment of uh, um, you can only be better than the the person you were yesterday. You know, like, mm-hmm. like that's that should be your goal, like just to be better than the the version of you that you were yesterday. And what else? I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of things in between. Right. But like, I mean at the end of the day, that's what you have to be proud of. And that's what you should be working towards and excelling towards. I don't know. Absolutely. Dude, what, uh, sounds like you've had some inspiration, you know, you've had these people, whether it was your friend's dad or, you know, different individuals throughout your life that have inspired you. Is there any one in particular that kind of sticks out to you and, and their inspiration to who you are today and, uh, maybe some of the decisions you've made throughout your life?
1: You know, it, it I think that I think that um, a lot of a lot of if you look at like different buckets, I guess people inspire me in different yeah. ways. Uh, I, I would say that that my family inspires me in, in pretty much all of the buckets,
0: yeah, absolutely,
1: <laughs> but I, I I feel again, I know that I've touched on on this uh, quite a bit in our conversation today, where you know my my parents, they just they inspire me so much. my yeah. all of the, all of my grandparents. My aunts, my uncles, um, I, like, I feel very fortunate to, to have the family that, that I have. My sister, who, who you know, I, I look up to on a, on a daily basis. Like, these yeah. people inspire me a ton. Um, my wife, oh, my gosh. <laughs> she's, she's always been special. Mm-hmm. She's always been special. And, and, you know, like, right when I thought that I couldn't love her more, uh, we had this baby and now i now i look at her and and i'm just like so i'm literally inspired by her so much every single day and, and her capabilities of just caring for for me for for our baby for uh, you know just our lives so I, I it's just it's I'm I'm lucky. Um that I w- th- I guess that would be one of the words that uh that at <laughs> yeah. the beginning of of of, of it all is I'm I'm very grateful and I'm I'm very
0: lucky. <laughs> That's beautiful. I yeah. I can tell you very much in love. That's really cool. When did how did you guys meet? How did you and your wife meet?
1: So um I was in Crown Point after mo- I moved back to Crown Point and I was I was uh te- so my my career path was crazy. I was at, right after college. I was I was strictly tennis. It was all it was tennis, fifty to sixty hours a week. Then I got into sales. Okay, and then I left sales and I went to Crown Point High School, where I went to high school, and I was I was a teacher. And my wife is from uh, South Bend area. Okay, and right when I moved home, um, I feel like I don't know, maybe maybe like three to four months after I moved home from this area, I met her through actually Josh Watts and, and Jess Watts. There we go. Uh, and and Lauren Brown. They all had they all had very um they had a large role in, in that happening. Yeah. And and uh, we started dating. We start well, we started going on a few dates, we started dating and it, like it, it was it was just pretty pretty easy from that point on. That's well, cool. I okay, easy. I, I wouldn't say easy. It's easy to fall <laughs> in love with her.
0: relationships
1: yeah. relationships are very, very hard and, and she is yeah, she has she has taught me so much how important it is to be intentional with with just your everyday thought process and actions.
0: Absolutely, that's cool. So, how did you propose? Mm,
1: so, uh, <laughs> we have we had this dog. Well, we have we have two dogs now, and we had when we started dating um, a little bit before we got engaged. We we got this little golden doodle, this boy golden doodle that, uh, um, I just am so much in love with this little (laughs) dog. And, uh, he, he, um, uh, my, my, my mom knew that I was going to propose. So she reached out to one of her friends and, uh, her friend, uh, put on, put out like a fake, text message to me and tiffany being like hey i want to enter scout into um into a dog magazine competition for like cutest dog or something like yeah that. and uh and so so i went and i went and met with him his name is steve martin and I, I went i went over to his house and we set up his photo his like photo booth um to take pictures with scout and then in the woods we took i i did like a whole scene i put lights in the trees lights in the like on the ground like made a pathway out of lights and uh put put some boob champagne out there flowers all over the place and we put a black tarp up because the the whole thing was going to be that she wasn't going to be able to see it as we were walking because it was going to be so dark and we were Mm. in the woods so we so we took those pictures with with uh with scout and then we walked out back and um and uh, i he, he stepped on a button all the lights came on the tarp fell down and and she knew instantly I think that she knew before though she nice. knew it was coming yeah. before because she's impossible to to keep secrets from from <laughs> or impossible to surprise so she knew it was
0: coming that's awesome that's a grand gesture that's fun
1: it was it was a lot of fun it was it was very cool I'll, I'll send you the the uh the yeah. picture of uh, of it all, and then I'll also send you a picture of the, the picture that we got of Scout. It looks like okay. It could be. It, it looks like it could be a LinkedIn picture of, <laughs> of a, a
0: puppy. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I had a question. Oh, uh, did you guys go anywhere on your honeymoon?
1: We went to Puerto Vallarta, and it was Puerto it was really America. really nice.
0: Nice. That's awesome.
1: We Looked at the front of our hotel, and it was the oh, it was the ocean, and looked behind us, and it was the rainforest. <sighs>
0: is that awesome we went to thailand so similar we, oh, we did a little bit of both yeah. we yes. did we did a little bit of jungle and a little bit of ocean as well so I'm thailand is
1: you. definitely a place that we would like to go sometime dude that was
0: what i always said like we we went back and forth we had different options you know we're throwing around different things and it's like thailand like let's go to thailand you know my wife's like i want she wanted the beach you know kind of feel or like that vacation type feel and we got that we got a little bit of everything in our couple weeks that we spent there but um you know she wants to go to ireland sometime and she's like i just don't know that i want to do that on my honeymoon you know yeah, like, you know fair. that's i would say that's fair yeah <laughs> I I, and i was kind of with her i didn't know that i really wanted to do that for honeymoon either so it's fine yeah but no that's great that's so, so cool how long have you guys been together now
1: so uh june 10th will be three years for us
0: Congrats, man! Congrats. June tenth, we we got married. I got married July sixth. Ooh, yeah, not so. far away. No, It'll be uh two years many, for us. I was and, just gonna say how
1: many years. That's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah.
0: But we've been together, man. We've tried to figure this out. I think we're going on like six years, like total, like since we met and like started dating stuff. But mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it's a pretty pretty similar timeline for for us as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. I. I don't know what I'd do without my wife. Like you, you've talked about your wife too. And I've talked about mine plenty on this podcast, but man, I'm the same way. Like she, she's my rock. She's, uh, she's my partner. She's my person. And, uh, you know, we very, I don't know, we just communicate the best we can. And, you know, we lean on each other when we need each other and we've got each other's backs and, I don't know. There's just not much that I think we could encounter that we couldn't make through, make it through. And I think that's cool. I think it's special. There's just very, I don't know if it's not very few, but like, I don't know, people in your life, like, um, when you're just around people all the time, I mean, we've all had roommates, we've all had different things. And there's just people that you're like, man, I couldn't spend the rest of my whole life with you, you know, like, right you just couldn't and, and there's nothing wrong with the other person or yourself. It's just like, you're just different. Right. And, yep. uh, I think it's interesting when you find, you know, the idea of marriage and just in general, but like when you find that person, you're like, wow, like I, I don't, mind being around you all the time you know <laughs> like, yeah yeah, like, yeah i can spend it, a lot of time with you and i think i'm going to be happy with that you know and it's cool that is
1: exactly how i feel about tiffany but tiffany probably especially with my new role where i'm working at home <laughs> tiffany is probably to the point that she's like okay go get the you hell can- out of here yeah go play <laughs> tennis <laughs> yeah, go play tennis yeah
0: exactly. yeah yeah yeah. 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 i love it, no,
1: it is, it's, it's a special thing and, and you uh touched on it you, you really touched on uh being able to as you do life with with this person more and more you are able to work your work your work your way through storms so much mm, better yeah and and i would say i would say two thousand like literally right now we have we have a uh, wine label at, at in our house that yeah. that says let's never speak of 2019 again like, <laughs> like to, to put it to put it to put it like super kindly i i would say that like 2019 was like the biggest shit year (laughs) you you could that you could ever imagine it was Uh, it was awful it it was and and um from 2019 you know 2020 has blossomed and it's been it's been a wonderful few months and we're just we're looking for we're looking forward and we're just one step at a time um yeah and i'll I'll tell you what with with tiffany being pregnant during during 2019 like again i just don't know how she did what she did when i wasn't pregnant and i i
0: you were losing your mind yeah (laughs) yeah i love it dude i love it so i've got about i've got four questions that Mm -hmm. uh, i kind of like to close the show out with or kind of end things and wrap things up with so these are I, i save the best for last you know start off now with this you know what are three words that you'd use to describe you? And now I've got four solid questions that really, really dig a little deeper. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. What would you say you're most proud of today? Hmm. Trick question. The... We just talked about your baby and your wife. So I mean, so, it's a trick question, but no, I'm kidding. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I would say, I, I would say that my, my family. Yeah. Um, and and that's just, and I'm talking, I'm talking about my whole family. Like I am sure. so proud yeah. of, of each individual of the inside of my family. Um, I, I'm, I'm very proud of where my wife and I, where, where my wife and I are today. We've, we worked really hard to get to, to where we are. And now we have, now we have a baby. So I, I would say like present day, I'm just, I'm, I'm proud of where we're at and I want to keep pushing to make sure that, that, um, we keep moving in the direction that, that we're headed.
0: That's awesome. Here you go. This is kind of leads right into our next question. What do you look forward to most in the future? Do you have any goals or ambitions?
1: Hmm. Um, well, I was after having, after having baby one that you hear right now.
0: Yeah. Good timing. Little girl.
1: (laughs) Um, I would say I would say that I, I would love to have a, another baby. Um, cool, man! I, I would love to travel. Um, I would love to travel more. Uh, we we've been we've been very fortunate to, to get to travel a ton. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So, uh, what do I look forward to in in the future? I really um, would like to continue to grow my family, and I would like to. I would I would really like the opportunity. To um, be a coach, a mentor, mm. a, just um, like a, a father figure to 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 youth. You know, like really? I, I, I I look at I look at how my how my parents were so close with all of my friends. Uh, I would love to be able to do the same with all of Harper's friends and baby number two, maybe.
0: That's awesome. Do you ever think about your legacy? All the time. What do you, What All kind of things do you think about when you look back on your life? Like, what do you want your legacy to be?
1: What, what I? What I want people more than anything to to feel when they are around me or when they think of me is that I am a very inclusive person. That I am unapologetically myself in the sense that I am always going to love on people. I, I'm always I'm always looking for the best in people, and a lot of times um, when when I've been burned, it's because I, I give people the benefit of the doubt because I know that there's good in there and, I, and I'm trying to pull that out of people mm. or, or educate people to that. Um, my legacy, yeah, I, want, I want it to be that when people are around me, that they, that they realize that I am always cheering for them in, in the, the deepest way possible. And to be known as, you know, Uh, for people, for me not to have to announce that I am a man of, uh, of God, a a, a Christian, Yeah. uh, but just people know that by being around me.
0: Good for you, man. That's awesome. That's like, that was, you knocked that one out of the park. Dang. Uh, last question. Looking back, what advice would you tell little Alex? Hmm. Mm. You're staring. Good, you know, you're this, staring. This, your this, chi- this. Yeah, you're staring at yourself in the mirror. You're looking at your childhood self. What, would you, so, what advice would so you give yourself? You
1: talked. You talked about. You talked earlier, or we talked earlier about all the little things that that um bring us to where we are, exactly where we are today, right? Yeah. And and I would say. For most of my life I've had I've had a a, a true North, you know like've mm-hmm. I've, I've thought to myself like I, I could think of a few instances where I'm thinking to myself, why would I do that or why would I like um, if, if I could if I could you know give little Alex advice, young Alex advice, it, it would be to you know be unapologetically yourself go go with go with who you are be true to who you are and 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 maybe even be more outspoken to people about um the greatness that they have within them and Mm. and uh call it out sooner because i feel um i think that i that i talked to you uh, that i mentioned edgar earlier yeah uh uh he's you know that that guy i consider him to i consider him to be a you know one of my closest friends also a, a mentor just just being around this guy um uh, he's 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 amazing and uh he's he's the type of person that i feel calls out a lot of good in people and um i i would tell my young self um to To do that more, to call just to call the good out in people, mm. and and not be worried about the repercussions of whether or not that was cool or not. Just
0: yeah, um, just
1: always be
0: Genuine the person in the into. room. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Always be the person in the room that people know that they can go to, um, because I'm going to speak truth to them. Um, I'm not going to blow smoke up their ass, but you know, speak yeah. truth to them. And, and, and also, and also just, um, exude love. And I I, I think that if I, I think that I did that pretty unintentionally for such a long time. Yeah. And, um, I, I, I would say do that intentionally daily intent intentionality with that. And, um, I think that that's how just about anyone can change the world.
0: You're a good man, Alex. Thank you very much, Shane. We are, uh, this is the end and I want to give you a chance to, you know, say whatever you want to say, give a shout out, do whatever you want to do.
1: Man, it, it's, you know, it's, it's great talking to you. It, it really is. I love what you're doing with this and, um, I've enjoyed our time on the crazy face, Uno know, today, Absolutely. Um, I'll definitely be, be looking to see who some of the future guests are.
0: Hold on um, to your hats, big guy.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited about it. And, Absolutely. Um, hopefully we can, we can reconnect sometime soon.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. All right. Awesome. I'm going to close this out. Thanks Alex so much again. I really do appreciate it. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you all so much for listening. Your contribution helps us share more stories like Alex's stories, just like yours. Speaking of contributions, please visit us on Facebook, Instagram, you can like, Comment or post. If you want to go above and beyond, please share the Crazy Face Uno podcast with your friends and family or just random strangers on the street. We're welcome to everyone. Please visit crazyfaceuno.com. There you can purchase items from our online store and donate. Once again, your contributions help us share more stories like Alex's and stories just like yours. Thanks again for listening. We love you all. Peace.